Sorry, I'm testing my microphone. <laughs> duck fucking. Duck this fucking. Is the, this test is the kind of siblings, nuanced discussion that people come to the song Tops to report Guys, let's bring it back. Right? Red leather, yellow oh, leather. Oh, let's, oh, let's bring oh. it back. Let's bring it back to, to today's episode. You're saying we need to bring it back? We need to bring it back. <laughs> hey, do you know who else needed to bring it back? Who needed to bring it back? Lil Yachty. Hey. <laughs> uh, here on the Song Topsy Report, where we dissect bad music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm Steve Trollinger. <laughs> Sounding especially defeated. I'm just... I'm it's really very, ti- it's very it's early. early. I'm tired, and I really, you guys picked this song because you thought it was going to make me furious, and yet I can't seem to bring myself to hate the song. How dare you? I don't pick songs because of you. Okay, I pick songs. I have the text thread where you said we have to do something that really pisses you off. <laughs> no, I just you were said, enjoying yourself too much happens, in the Randy Savage episode. If that happens to be a side effect, then I'm I'm not going to be opposed to that. Before we get too <laughs> into that, though, real quick, I do also just want to say if this is your first time listening to the podcast thank you very much for tuning in go away and uh if you've been listening to us for a while thank you so much for listening uh and please consider leaving us a review on itunes and apple Podcasts if you're so inclined and then the other thing i want to say is i want to apologize uh we got two emails from listeners that had been stuck in email limbo for a while and i just responded to them uh steve and carly uh, thank you so much for your emails. Uh, They're very appreciated, and we are very sorry we were so uh, slow in getting back. Yeah, that's my bad. I forced yeah, my- Nick to change the email password. So and then I, I didn't could. sign into it on my Mac, so it wasn't getting new emails for a while. And then I just happened to finally sign in again, and then I saw the email, so I'm very sorry for that. Hot technical issue action here <laughs> at the Song Topsy Report. But the biggest- Join us next week for our new podcast, Technical <laughs> Difficulties, where we talk about all the different technological issues facing us these days. No, the biggest technical difficulty was in whatever recording studio Lil Yachty was in when he recorded the song, because <laughs> s- Lil Yachty- Bringing it back. <laughs> bringing it back. it back. We need to bring it back. The- <sighs> I'm tired of you, Nicholas. <laughs> No, you're just tired in general, Steve. It's early, you big goofball. Oh, we have fun here. So, Lil Yachty... Oh, shit, were we supposed to be having fun? Yes, Steve, this is a fun podcast. So, Lil Yachty is a very ubiquitous, very popular rapper right now. He's uh, he's only 19, uh, but... Right, I hate him so yes, far. Yes, okay. we're, we're getting off to a great start. But he's he's been a guest rapper on many really, really big songs, such as Broccoli... Why aren't we doing that one? <laughs> well, th- to bring it home to my central point, I had trouble picking one Lil Yachty song to do because... And yet you somehow picked the one I have the least issue with. I think that... All the other ones you mentioned think, to me I hate, and yet you picked the one that I'm like, oh yeah, this is like a real song. Because I like everything about Lil Yachty except his musical output. That is the only thing I don't like about him. You like his name? Well, <laughs> it, it was funny. Uh, so Lil Yachty... Uh, uh, contrary to what we originally thought, is not actually the name of a Fisher-Price toy for rich children to sail into the sea. It is I not, in fact, a little that. plastic yacht. It is the name of the rapper, whose actual name is Miles Parker McCollum, born in 1997. Ugh. Okay, I'm just going to preface everything 
just in case the audience isn't aware of this at this point. I am old. I am. No, well, I'm going to be putting on my angry old man shaking a fist at cloud hat for the rest of this episode. Let me just. You put have that it next right to you now. every time we just record. Put it on it's right so now. nice to finally see it. So I want everything I say to be taken with the grain of salt that is I have the musical taste of an angry it old man. It kind of looks like the sorting hat from Harry Potter, just for the listeners. Yeah, but with its mouth taped shut. Yeah. I'm tired <laughs> of listening to that bitch. It is. And you duct tape. No like, one tells me where I belong. And you had like two like cross-eyed like tape lines that you drew, so yeah. it looks like an unconscious kidnapped hat. Yeah, I, I took the I took the Gryffindor sword out of it and then stabbed it in the eye with it till it was blind. Someone's a Hufflepuff, am I right? <laughs> I am actually a Hufflepuff. No, you're not. You have you have Slytherin written all over your no, stupid Slytherin No, I took the Potter. I took the Pottermore test, and I am a Hufflepuff. No, Mike's a Hufflepuff. No, actually, I'm a Gryffindor. Are you kidding me? I guess I took the test. All as right, well. stop the podcast right now. We're all going to take the Pottermore test. No, what we need to do is bring it back to Lil Yachty. That's going to be the best segue every single time so we go far, off topic. So far, that's the only thing about this song that I hate is its uh, is, is its inherent ability to allow Nick to do stupid callbacks. <laughs> but no, just in case you haven't heard this song, this was the lead single from his uh, debut album. He'd done like mixtapes and singles for a while, uh, but Teenage Emotions, his debut album, this was the lead single from. I just want you closer now. I just want to breathe your air and grab your hair I just want to take you home and show you all I know he's the one involved, but I'm in charge Bring it back You need to bring it back Get something in your throat You need to bring it back to my life, girl You need to bring it back to my life, girl You need to bring it back All right, that's that that that's a little bit, and it, it will become more evident later on in the song. But my main problem with it is that it feels like they took the instrumental track and they took the vocal track and they didn't quite line them up perfectly. It's just it's it's. I don't think I have OCD, but it's what if whatever. I know you have OCD. I do. I do not. Now There's move no that thinking. hat a millimeter to the left. You place your coffee in the exact same spot every time we record. And I noticed because I also am obsessive-compulsive. So once again, Lil Yachty um, is pretty new to the scene. He uh, he rose to prominence fairly recently. His one song that kind of led him, led him to go viral was the song One Night. How's that go? Funny you ask. It's a... Uh... I know you want this for life Taking pictures with all my eyes But I can't have no wife. I just no, I mean, he's on brand. There's a yacht, and women have there are women around him with, with Captain Sea Cat on. But so, this song, Lil Yachty himself uh, called his music, quote, bubblegum trap, which sounds like a hilarious Home Alone scenario, but it actually describes Lil Yachty's music. He uh, was originally from Georgia, moved to New York City. Uh, New York City. This song came out on SoundCloud. It was included in a viral comedy video, and that's kind of where he blew up. That song, by the way, uh, is certified platinum with over one million uh, sold. Yeah, that's easy to do. I know. <clears throat> Just kind of got a mumble. Everyone can do it these days. <laughs> How is it happening? There's no exceptional. There's no exceptionality anymore in anything. Everyone. I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna be that old guy now. Oh, everyone gets a trophy. <laughs> 
Everyone's in first place just because they participated. It's old right-leading uncle Stephen Trollinger. <laughs> one of my many characters here on the show. The one thing that is interesting in this, and uh, it, it comes up because one, one of a very infamous interview that Lil Yachty had with uh, Joe Budden, who I actually didn't know until prior to the interview. I had to research, but he is a rapper and a broadcaster, and he was a member and, of a, and a and a person who agrees with me on the state of rap and hip hop. Oh. Yes, yeah. so I guess technically speaking, I would be agreeing with him because he's older and actually works in the industry that I'm maligning on a constant basis, it seems. We'll get into that, but I mention it only because uh, one thing that comes up is it's like with rappers and musicians now, it's not who has the best music or who's the best musician, it's who's the best at branding themselves. That's what determines it's your success. all about the brand, Nick. All about the brand. Cause you got it. You're, you know, you're selling the icons. No one gives a shit about the music. This yeah. is like the person on the cover, man. So what I want to do, I, I just want to play a few sections of this interview between Lil Yachty and Joe Budden because it's fascinating. Because Joe Budden is almost like the representation of the old guard of hip hop. You know, like the back in my day, like this is what hip hop was really about, and this is what it meant. And then Lil Yachty is like this new wave of young, younger rappers who are perceived as not appreciating it or not being as good uh or, or or just like you know just being the kids who don't have the proper appreciation for uh this older music but i gotta say lil yachty i think is very well spoken and knows exactly what he's doing so the first clip i'm going to show it's them discussing the album artwork to the album which is uh lil yachty and what looks like a, like a, a movie theater surrounded by all kinds of different people, and uh, they they talk about it here. That's that's normally what I think. So give me your creative process behind the cover. Who are you trying to reach? Everyone. Tell me what the message is here. The message is just to believe in yourself, to to love yourself. Basically, it's just showing all signs of life. You know what I'm saying? She has vertigo. She's like a like an emotional girl. You know what I'm saying? We have obesity, and then we have same sex love. I'm what about your music speaks to any of that? My music is basically to stay positive and just to love yourself, you know what I'm saying? I'm the outcast of the hip-hop game, you know what I'm saying? These are all outcasts on this cover. And all I'm basically saying is you can be yourself and still be okay with that. Do you feel like an... See, what a piece wow. of... Wow, I like him. Yeah! <laughs> well, now hold on. See, now we're... <laughs> Uh-oh, the... Cur the uh, what's the name of the hat again? Uh, uh, the uh, old man shaking fist at cloud hat. Yes, yes. I just noticed the brim is getting wider. Yeah. Now, I the message. Yes, I uh, the message is is a good message. It's very important. I may be on Joe Budden's side of not really seeing where that message is in Little Yachty's music, but it's it's good for him to at least he, have that in his head. In his as head. A, he thinks that's what he's doing, and if that's what he thinks he's doing, then at least he's not doing the opposite of it. Is it what he thinks he's doing or what he wants the public to think that he thinks he's doing when really he knows exactly so, uh, what he's in, doing? So you uh, think little, little Yachty is a Machiavellian villain? Yachty a villain. Yachty a villain. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you mention that because the, the, the topic of whether or not he's media coach is literally like the next thing that uh, comes up a little later in the interview. At least for the moment. I feel like okay. I stick out the most. 
And, and that's not even necessarily. Do you a good like thing. that or do you dislike I, that? I, you know what I'm saying? It's not a like or a dislike. It's just something. So you've accepted I, it. I, I, it. It doesn't matter to me because it's not stopping me. Now, if it was slowing down my business and it was stopping money and it was making things hard for me, then I would I take it like. I don't care about the business part. I care about how Yachty feels. I'm telling you how I feel. I am You're happy me every day. Wait, say that. Happy. I am happy every day because life is moving in such a positive way, I can't get slowed down. So maybe he has been media trained. This is a very media trained answer that I'm getting. Not a media trained answer. All right, so answer. let me respond to what you're yeah. calling. Joe, Joe, Budden is, Joe Budden is getting very uh, Fox News on him right now. I know. Oh. Like he can't wrap his head around the fact. Wait, how is he happy? You must you're be been media, media trained. trained. You've been media trained. I don't have I don't have any I don't have any posters on my show. Don't you see? Every day's a struggle. Well it's kind of what he goes. I want to apologize right now for for uh for casting aspersions on Joe Budden by by using Fox News uh in that way. I apologize to Joe Budden. Because after uh, listening to this interview, I can't think of anything less I would want than for Joe Budden to be mad at me. Yeah. Not because I think he'd rip my head off, but I would feel so shamed and disappointed yeah, in myself. Like, I don't want Joe Budden to be disappointed in me. Yeah. Oh, Joe. He's a straight shooter. But but it's so again, I apologize for even jokingly comparing you and Fox News together, Mr. Button. I I sincerely apologize for that. I wouldn't want to do that to any the fear in good God fearing person. Of, of disappointment well, no, just, being slung just your way. think of how ah oh, man, I I'm getting more and more on myself for thinking how horrible it was to compare that man to something so degrading and self defeating as Fox News. Anyway. That was their original motto before they went to fair and balanced. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, and again, going back to Lil Yachty, it, it's like, can you call yourself an outcast? Yeah, it's it, you can't call, you can't call your. I mean, look, if you feel outcast, okay. If you are actually outcast, as in, if you are the rapper outcast, <laughs> if you're literally okay. outcast, if you are literally outcast, then you can say you're you can outcast. Say you're outcast. That's okay. But it's really, it's he one is, of those. He is clearly an outcast. So look at his name, Lil Yachty. Yachts are meant he's to been be sent, huge. He's been sent adrift into the ocean. He's, this, he's like the ugly duckling of yachts, man. He's a, he's a little yacht. They're all big, huge boats, and he's just this little dinker, man. Like, feels like a picture outcast. book. Totally read the littlest yacht. I mean, here the one. The, I want to be a yacht like all the other ones, but little yachts are the worst. They never have fun. That is almost a little yachty rap. And, by at, way. and at the end, you find out that the the little yacht was actually just a canoe. I think the one. <laughs> I think the canoes one, are beautiful in their own way. <laughs> Canutiful. <laughs> I think the one public service that Little Pump did, for me anyway, was to make it so that if I, I listen to absolutely anyone else who's able to form a coherent thought and reasoning behind why they do what they do beyond escape it, then I automatically they're a jump. They jump in my estimation. So like this interview. Whether or not, you know, he sounds like he's kind of full of himself or whether or not he actually thinks that he is writing this music from this point of view, he's already like the fact that he's able to actually enumerate things and put things together and actually have reasons beyond, yeah, I took a bunch of quaaludes and then we got all fucked up and we smoked a bunch of pot and then I took some Xanax. We would record it in the studio for five hours. <laughs> beyond that, it's, that, it's already but, it's, but, but, but that, brilliant that, to me. That conniving awareness, that Yadi Avellan-ness, so to speak, uh, comes up. He actually, they, they straight up ask him, like, compared to your contemporaries, who are you like a better rapper then? And this culminated at the end with... Um, Joe Budden just 
kind of losing it a little bit. And Why have the old niggas fucked up? We like all this fun shit. I don't want to hear me in the fucking club. I, I don't think it's being for all the old niggas right now. They don't yeah. like y'all. Yachty knows. They don't like y'all. We don't like what he represents. Truth be told, one of the big things which I've told him is that he gets the same like negative energy from the old heads as Uzi, as other people that kind of do what they do. He's the only nigga who responds. He'll speak about it. Good. Uzi ain't never. Good. I would That's like not to. good because then. I you, disagree. He becomes the person that everybody's dissing. Is anybody dissing Uzi? No, because he's not responding. He's not ooh, giving the ooh, energy ooh, back. Ooh. He's not can, I dis, can I diss Lil Uzi Vert? Can I diss him, please? Uh, <laughs> only on our next episode of the Song Topsy Report, where we'll be discussing. <laughs> we should just do one month where we just, uh, we just, I just, I just go at anyone whose whose name starts with ASAP or Lil. Yeah. <laughs> Say it, don't bother. It's not that it bothers me. It's just, I just enjoy talk. I enjoy conversation, bro. Then tell me what you want from hip-hop. Money. I don't know. I, I mean... You don't think that's a question you should answer at some point? What do I want from hip-hop? Or are you leaving all of this to QC to figure out? Nah, I mean, I'm just ma I'm making music, bro. I'm just having fun. I'm saying, my Why are you attacking me? With just having fun and fun. What did you say from hip hop? You're going to have a big problem so with just having yeah, fun. You don't you sound like you're very aware but what with what's it? going on, and you're one of the hottest niggas on earth. But what do you want me to say? You want me to say, I want uh, you to uh, be uh, aware uh, of your business. I want you to know whether you're in a 360 <laughs> or not. I want you to appreciate the culture that changed your life I'm, and took you from college dorm room eating fucking oodles and noodles. I want you, who's well spoken and articulates himself well. My nigga. Chill. <laughs> chill, chill. But you know, so in the end, you can have all these discussions about the status of the old guard of hip hop versus the new guard. But in the end, I think the music has to speak to itself. Because I like Lil Yachty. I just don't think he can write good music. Oh, yeah. Should we talk about the song? <laughs> yes, let's bring it back to Lil Yachty. <laughs> Every time you do that, you get a flick to the arm, just so you know. Aww. And I'm saving all of Nick's for when he comes out from behind the desk. <laughs> I fucked the shit out of him. <laughs> Alright, so let's continue with uh, Lil Yachty's Bring It Back. Now, so here's the here's the first. I'm that is I don't know what Joe Budden's talking about. That song is chock full of modern day political commentary. <laughs> back when America was great, we need to bring it back. I had is no that idea. what you're saying? Joe Budden asked him where he stood on a lot of issues, and he's just making it real clear in this video. He's just. Regardless of what it is, his platform is we need to bring it back. Bring it back, baby. Prohibition, we need to bring it back. It's been gone for too long. Yes. It's time to come home. And by home, I mean sobriety. But Steve, I'm fascinated to know why, of all the Little Yachty songs we could have picked, you don't mind this one. Because if you just heard this song, you wouldn't know what Lil Yachty's singing voice, speaking voice, or rapping voice sounded like. Because it is so... Heavily auto-tuned. It is like put through 10 auto-tunes. Okay, so now we know, we all know, if we've ca even casually listened to an episode <laughs> of this show, my feelings on the overuse of auto-tune in the music industries. So, 
It's popularized by Cher. Do, you know, the, is do, that where it started? Do, 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 do you believe in love, love after, after love? love? Now, in that, I think auto-tune needs context. In the context of do you believe in love, it was Cher basically just saying, look, I know I can sing. I don't need this to help me sing. I just want to do a, like, have a cool vocal effect. Like, it, it sounds great. I want to use it. And she used it for that one song. Now, granted, I, I'm not, like, down on her whole discography, so I don't know if she ever just kept using it after that. But um, this is a Cher song, actually. This is a Cher song? Okay, yeah. good. Uh but it needs context. A lot of times that a lot of times auto tune is used, especially in rap and hip hop, to make up for the fact that these guys. I mean, you don't have to sing to rap. Um, it, it you you definitely. I mean, obviously you need you need the rhythm, but you don't necessarily need the singing voice to rap. It's a different it's a different skill set. Um, but a lot of these songs they go to, they'll try to do that, and they can't, so they use auto tune. Um, in the context of this song, I listened to this song, having heard no other Little Yachty song, having no idea who Little Yachty was. I just, we were just we were like we're going to do this song, so I listened to it out of context completely. And in the context of the song itself, yeah, he's auto tuned the whole time, but for it, for the general aesthetic that he's apparently yeah. reaching for in this song, it works. It is kind of like a dreamy, ethereal, like, yeah, like dreamy, eight. like eight, like super eight. Like I I heard this song, I was like, this is distilled super eighties on steroids like and later on there's a sax solo so it gets a little early 90s with it but for the most part it's like i i heard the song was like this is like a weird distilled 80s song but the problem is it's so auto-tuned like the, the, technically there's no rapping in the song in the sense like it's quote-unquote sung but it's so heavily auto-tuned like the vocal melody i actually have trouble hearing at some points like you can kind of tell where it's supposed to be but then like the auto tune kicks it up or down like a half pitch, and so it's it's just what is what I hear. And then, like I said, also it doesn't feel quite synced up to the actual beat. Like just uh, it's just like a millisecond off, but it's driving me nuts. It's it's my OCD kicking in. Like why is this coffee cup not in the same spot it was before? <sighs> Meanwhile, Mike's wearing his on his head. <laughs> he's, thro he's throwing his shirt across the room. <laughs> he doesn't care. You've been gone for too long. I know you happy where you at, but you was happier with me. All the times at the beach, all the sand in your toes. That is probably one of the worst attempts to get someone back. If you go up to her and you're like, hey, you're happy right now, but you were happy with me, right? You know, remember that time we had at the beach? You got sand in your toes. Got sand in your toes. <laughs> to which she replied, you know, I don't like sand. It's rough, it's coarse, and it gets everywhere. Not like here. Here everything is soft and smooth. <laughs> and then he kills a bunch of children. <laughs> it's a reference to Star Wars for anyone who has no idea why Steven said he killed a bunch of children. <laughs> Not the younglings! Condones fascism. <laughs> fascism. We need to bring it back. <laughs> yes, yes, ladies. Anakin Skywalker. What a pick. It's a real pick. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, the line, all your friends hating hoes, they just mad because we be goals. So he and whoever she is are like what you are aiming for in a relationship. 
And so those people hating are the hoes, you see. How, how do his friends feel about the situation? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I mean, maybe his friends have kind of fallen by the wayside because he's so obsessed with whoever this is. Literally, he just keeps repeating over and over again, you need to bring it back, you need to bring it back to my life, girl. Wouldn't you get tired of that after a while? Like, you would stay with your friend for as long as you could, but if that's all they're talking about. And until I heard yeah. this interview, I didn't know if Little Yachty just had a weird voice, like his voice is constantly auto-tuned, or that was a vocal effect he added. Oh, yeah, Little Yachty, years years ago, he got into a horrible car accident and his voice box was destroyed, so he's got one of those robot ones. <laughs> Be like if Stephen Hawking had an auto tune or like set up with him. That yo, he should look into that. I, I don't. Uh, know. He's he's most likely a listener to the podcast. So <sighs> yeah, shout out to Stephen Hawking, yeah. Professor Hawking. If you're out there, please do this for us, for America, for the world. Auto tune your voice and then come out with your hit single album because I think Stephen Hawking's a great brand. You know what I, I mean? Pay I, money for that album, <laughs> Professor. Please, professor, please. <laughs> Have have Dr. Tyson on like uh, like feature feature Dr. Tyson on one of the on like the whatever the lead track is for me. Just do that, please. I'm begging you, I'm begging you, Professor. Please. But uh, I, again, I, I think when I say I am okay with a song, again, I am coming from a place of very low expectations. Yes, I. Maybe that's why. Yeah, that, little pump, that little pump episode lowered my expectations for most types of music. Hey, hashtag not all lils. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying my my threshold is lowered. If you can if you can come up with if you can uh, write like a hip hop or a rap song that doesn't sound like da 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 or da 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 if you can write a song that doesn't sound like that, you're already like, you're already a complete, a complete offshoot. You're uh, uh, what's uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? You're, you're outcast. Outcast. There we go. <laughs> I think I think that this song struck a chord with you, Steve. I think you know, just like uh, okay, no, it didn't. I just love. didn't hate it. It's okay to have your wait, heart. Steve. What's that in your pocket? Are those Lil Yachty tickets? <laughs> Did he remind you what love was through music? And you're like, ah. I refuse to entertain your yes and skit here, Nick. I know what you're trying to do. I know how the rules of improv work. Hey, we have I a refuse to follow reality. Them. You need to bring it back to that first beat. That's how a herald works. <laughs> We're going to get one of those Lil Yachty t-shirts. Oh, yeah. I was going to talk to you about that. Uh, online. I purchased them online. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Ha! See? Now, what I did there was I went along with it. I yes-anded, but I yes-anded in the least interesting possible way. Steve, with that kind of attitude, you'll never get into UCB Academy. <laughs> Good. I don't have the money. It's an I, I want to actually like this song. I want to like it because the music video's got it's like this like prom theme. Everything is kind of hazy. Like it's it. I understand what it's trying to do, but it's just so to me aggressively, terribly produced and written. I just imagine him like in the middle of this conversation with this girl because he he just can't seem to let. Yo, he can't breathe for a second. Yeah. So, yo, girl, I really want to get back together with you. And then, like, and she's, like, trying to respond. She's like, what? I really, 
You gotta bring it back, girl. You and me. Let's, I wanna be back together with you. Okay. Can I, can I get a word? <laughs> Wait, are you saying that's him, like, getting He's his... just constantly making noises. He doesn't even <laughs> let the music play for a second. Like... Because he's not even making those noises on anything resembling the beat. The downbeat, the upbeat, any beat. I would just argue, once you have so heavily auto-tuned this, what separates him from being able to do the song compared to anyone else? <clears throat> Your silence speaking volumes. I never said it was a great song, guys. I just said I didn't hate it like I was expected to hate it. If it, I, I would also be perfectly fine if, admittedly, I would be perfectly fine if there were no vocals in the song and if it was just an instrument. Like, I, I, I like instrumentally, I, like, I don't mind. I it. like it's, all of the musical parts yeah. to the song, and I don't mind if the the auto tune singing fits with. The general vibe of the song. You are just a no good waffler when it comes to the auto tune, isn't that right, Steve? There had, as with everything in life, there needs to be proper context. If this I'm, I'm episode all... was a complete breakfast, you would be the waffle. I can't argue Every with time that. you talk, I'm just hearing waffle tune coming out of your mouth. Why am I under attack right now? Because <laughs> you're the closest thing to a defender of the song in my line of vision. Kiss it and squeeze it, you just want to please it. Wait, what's he talking about now? Like, in regards to those lyrics? Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I've been missing the way your stories tell. I miss uh, the way they're told. Your skin is so gold, I miss it. Goldfinger. Uh, I miss it, I miss it, I miss it. Wait till I see you. Watch how I kiss it, kissing it and squeeze it. I just want to please it. We started out easy, but we've taken off. Okay. What? <laughs> Is this making you nostalgic or something? Is he metaphorically kissing and squeezing the love they have, or is he talking specifically like... You are reading way too much into this. <laughs> Wow. What? I had a whiplash effect from how much you're reading. I was looking the opposite direction, completely unfocused, because I tune out whenever I'm not talking. Yeah, your hat flew off. You turned your head so fast. <laughs> and I... That's that's sort of like when you're tuned out, but like part of your senses... You're auto-tuned you're, out. You're, yeah, I've, I've auto-tuned out, and my peripheral senses are all that I have to make me aware of the outside world. You read so much into what does not need to be read into that I managed to pick it up on a weird, like, lower psychic level and had such a visceral, like a car crash, like my consciousness just cascaded back into my head as fast as it could so that I could properly pay attention to what the hell you're talking about. That is how much you read into that. All right, all right. So you're saying then I'm I'm reading way too much into it. You know, I was trying to offer 
some little different input. Yes, but yeah, so trying to class metaphorically up a hugging uh, uh, and kissing so, their love. So at the end of the day, he's really good at cunnilingus. Okay, is that what we're saying? No, that's that other song, <laughs> Peekaboo. Yes, yes, don't mix this up with his Peek-a-boo. other hit song. <laughs> he loves talking about eating the badge, which I think is great. That In is... one song, <laughs> and Peekaboo, that song. And this song. Where is he talking about this? Oh. If you embrace the metaphor, you would see. Well, oh, kiss it and squeeze it. What is he squeezing? He's getting in there. He what wants he, to please what's the song, it. What's he the wants song? to please it, guys. Come on. Okay, well, then what's the song X-Men about? That's the next that track. Song what's is that about, song That X-Men song is about? about a team of brilliant students who meet a professor who has a school for gifted youngsters, and then they fight uh, Magneto. Yeah. Did you not get that through the lyrics? Okay, so there's no... Listen, Lil Yachty is his own man. He's his own boat. And <laughs> who are we to divert his sails in another direction? If he wants to kiss it and squeeze it, he is entitled to do that. He's right on course. He's found his true north. <laughs> Sorry, I tuned out again. What happened? <laughs> oh, he's in the pegging. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was just like such an obvious thing to you. Oh, yeah, he's in the pegging. I know. No, I'm going to hate myself for this. What is pegging? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. So pegging. I'm right. I hate myself. Pegging is where, when in a relationship. Only in a relationship. No, it doesn't have to be a relationship. With your wife or husband. It could even be with like a lesbian at like a sex party. Okay. But that is (laughs) Wherever you happen to find yourself. (laughs) Whether a grocery store, lesbian (laughs) sex party, tower records in the past. But it's where a, a lady throws on a strap-on, and gives it hard to a man. Loves him so strong, as uh, Little Yachty likes to put it. I mean, that's the only obvious thing I could think those lyrics are referring to. Okay, so this is it. This is the last episode. We're going to go a whole month of episodes after this without talking about sex in any way, shape, or form. It's not It's not Mike's fault. Lil Yachty brought it up. He brought it up! He was the first No, no, no. Get it out. Get it out. Whatever. <laughs> you didn't think it's close are there, up, are there so. any other sexual pro, uh, pro, proclivities that you want to uh, make mention of in this episode? Not at all. Not you no? know my my nieces and nephews listen sometimes. What haven't so. we covered yet? <laughs> oh, Steve, we don't want to open that. Man. I know you're happy where you are, but you was happier with me. All the times at the beach, all the sand in your toes. He sounds like like an ex-boyfriend that's like just trying to scramble together reasons why yeah. she should be with we him. We had like, a good time at the beach once. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got sand in your toes. Oh, I you hated was, that. You were smiling. Oh, you loved it. Come on. I was gritting my teeth. I do have a I do have a problem with so that this this isn't um this this song in particular is not uh, 
Oh, I can't use Good. my words. Just say no, it. I can't use my words. Uh, I'm losing my perspicacity. <laughs> Bring it back. Um, <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Always works. So there's there's a tendency in modern hip hop and rap I've noticed where the people performing the song don't seem to be too interested in the song they're performing. Yes, yeah, like casual there's, indifference. Yeah, there's is like a lack of interest in what they're saying. You're right. It's it's one. It's totally disingenuous. It, it's, there is no passion. There's no emotion. But on the note of being disingenuous, like in the video, I notice uh, Lil Yachty. They, they they have a stage of him like at this prom performing all the instruments. They have like him like four different versions of him, and you can tell like. One one of him is holding a saxophone. One of him is holding a guitar. And as I'm watching the video, you can tell he's never like held any of those instruments before in his life. He does not look like he's well versed in it. And just in case you, especially Steve, because I know how much you love this song, just in case you think that that is me uh, projecting onto it, in Lil Yachty's other song, he did a song called Peekaboo. It's another one of his big hit songs where he's playing with a pussy like Peekaboo. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yes. In that song, Lil Yachty, he has this one lyric in the song where he says, quote, my new bitch yellow, she blow that dick like a cello. Now think about that for a moment. I immediately considered something. That's how I play a cello. Well, yes, as Steve, I, I assume, is alluding to, the cello is not a woodwind instrument. You, you are allowed to blow a cello, but no musical notes will come forth from it. So, oh, I bet he, you know, I know what happened. What happened? Because I did the same thing in my brain just now. <laughs> he was thinking Piccolo. No, he, he wasn't. You know, he was. He was gr- thinking it's, the... it's great of you to assume best intention, but that's actually not the case. He explains it. Oh. And also, he... it's it's one thing for you to forget it in the moment. It's another for you to write it as a lyric, go to the recording studio with it, and release it. Uh, Lil Yachty said, uh, quote, before you come at me, I'm going to let you know, I'm going to blame my A&R, because he listened to that song many times and allowed me to say that. I guess for a second I thought a cello was a woodwind instrument, and it is not, and nobody ever said shit. Nobody ever pulled up the pick and said, hey man, I don't know if you know what this is, but it ain't that. I fucked up. I thought Squidward played the cello, Squidward from Spongebob. He don't. That's a flute. I fucked up. But Squidward played a clarinet. He didn't play a flute. He three times over didn't know what an instrument was. How was the, what was the first part of that? Uh, first part of what? The cello line. Oh, uh, she, she blow that dick like a cello. No, the right before that. My new bitch yellow. What does that mean? My new bitch yellow. Yeah. Well, it could either <laughs> be she's chicken. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say we could we could go with um, she's a coward. Damn it, a damn coward. It is either that or he is implying her eth- her ethnicity. That's what I thought it was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Man, we are just skirting ever so close. Skirt, skirt. See, and I imagine him looking over. <laughs> I wish I could have been Lil Yachty's HR guy on this one. Like, Why is All that? right, man, it was totally intentional. We're going to start calling the piccolo the cello, and people are going to jump on board. I don't think Lil Yachty has that kind of power to rename instruments just because of one mistake he made. <laughs> or maybe he does. I don't know. What? I feel like he's just like <laughs> he's holding a really hot potato in the recording <laughs> studio while he's like <laughs> producer like Lil Yachty. If you want to like put that down for a second while we record, that's fine. No, it's my snack. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little nibble. <laughs> 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 
And and it takes a while to record, but he keeps he wants the potato hot when he's eating it, so he keeps microwaving it. So every time he's recording, it's so hot. And then the aluminum foil heats up. It's just, that was cooked for too long. <laughs> gotta print it back. Temperature down. Gotta print it back. Cool the potato down. Gotta print it back. It was cooked for too long. Well, listen. You know what? Who are we to say that this is not a good song? As we've established, it is now Steve's favorite song amongst all songs ever written. But who are we, at least, uh, Mike and myself, to say that this is not a good song? I, I said earlier at one point that uh, what separates anyone from just being able to walk into a recording studio and, and do exactly what Lil Yachty did, you know, because he's the it's so heavily auto-tuned, he's not rapping, he's not really singing. What's stopping just anyone from doing that? So I think... If we want to be fair on that, we have to see if that's actually the case. So, I have an instrumental track of uh, Bring It Back. And uh, what Mike and myself will do, because I don't know, Steve, I th- Steve can't uh, besmirch his favorite song. Uh, so, let's, so, here is a little bit of our version of Bring It Back. I just want you closer now. I just want to breathe your air and grab your hair. I just want to take you home and show you off. I know he's the one involved, but I'm in charge. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back to my life, girl. Bring it back to my life, girl. Bring it back. You've been gone for too long, it's time to come home. You've been gone for too long, it's time to come home. You need to bring it back. Bring it back to my life, girl. You need to bring it back to my life, girl. You've been gone for too long. Baby, you've been gone for too long. Baby, you've been gone for too long. Baby, you've been gone for too long. You've been gone for too long. You need to bring it back. 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 Guys, I got confused for a second. Were we playing the actual song? I've never been more ashamed to be a part of anything in my entire life. Well, see, fortunately for you, that's about all there is to uh, bring it back. Because the rest of the song is just about bringing it back. Why are you looking at me like you like your closing arguments of the biggest court case of the year, and you're the defend, you're the you're the prosecutor, and you just shut down my whole case in front of the jury? And there's no way in hell that my client's not getting the death penalty now. Because Lil Yachty is a case, and we have just closed it today. We have determined how this song died. He didn't. From baked potato burns? Exactly. Obviously. But no, that is about it for uh, Lil Yachty's Bring It Back on his debut album, Teenage Emotions. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review there if you're so inclined. You can also listen to us on Spotify, on Google Play, on Stitcher, or on our website, thesongtopsyreport.com. And you can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nick Brigadier and uh, MrMikeRussell.com. Yes, uh, you can find me on my website, MrMikeRussell.com, or my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. 
MikeRussell.com. That's dot D-O-T and Mr. M-R. And yeah, like Nick said, you know, send us feedback, critiques, song suggestions, uh, what you sound like trying to rap while also simultaneously burning your hands on some sort of food object. And Steve. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at your man Trollo. Um, I would uh, like to add, add a little bit of... Uh, at the beginning of the episode, Nick asked if you feel like it to give us a five-star review on iTunes. I'm going to go ahead and uh, amend that to say, do it. <laughs> just... If, if you could just take like a minute to do that, if you listen to I the just episode. said to leave a review. I didn't tell them how many stars to give us. I well that's why you you're bad at uh you're you're bad at advertising. <laughs> do it. What? What are you afraid of? You don't f- be afraid. Don't be afraid. What are you scared? Yeah, what are you scared? <laughs> you little you little chicken? You yellow? See, you worked in HR before, right? <laughs> yeah, before. <laughs> Oh, you're not going to take that overtime? Huh? Before I had embarked on <laughs> an exciting career in podcasting. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm done. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Take care. And bring it back. <laughs> <laughs>